Extra plucky today. Well, good. Now I do too. So, <laughs> yeah. I had a new resolve to not talk a lot trash to you, but I feel like that's gone down. Oh no, no. I we need this. This could be a trash talking session. Absolutely. <sighs> By the way, we're recording I'm, now. So. I'm not a trash talker, but go ahead. Oh no, that's that's Whatever. completely what? a lie, right I'm there. I'm not right. a trash talker. You are so. a trash talker I'm, extraordinaire, I'm, hidden, I'm hidden in honey. And yeah. and sweet things. Ryan is, the way. Ryan is a uh, he's a garbage speaker. He oh, is. No. Oh, absolutely. It's a little more refined than trash talk. It's a that's bit, exactly mm, it. A are we live on the air? Are we live? Yes. Yeah, we're like... live. You are a sanitation engineer, my man. That's what you are. You're not the garbage See? man. See, even this this is trash talk right here against me. And I I can't keep up. You're, You're a master of the custodial arts, as Dave Chappelle would say. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. All What's right, up, right. everybody? Ready? Sean and Brad, guys, we're sports. Oh, we're just going into it. There we go. Oh, yeah. Man, I love all, it. This isn't new. We're all good. We're jumping in season two. It's called a cold one. open. Uh, our friend Ryan's back with us today. Uh, Ryan, welcome again. We are. Uh, Thanks. We're here. And so we, uh, to be fair, we decided we should probably get live because we we're wasting a bunch of good material. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan's a master of the custodial arts. Master. Uh, when it comes to trash talking, even though he says he does not. That's what He's we a sanitation learn. engineer. Every word of his is dripping with satire, but it's always dressed up in a nice boat. Ryan's like the first guy that drove the automated uh, garbage trucks. You guys have those uh, where you live? Where, like, yeah, you we do. What, what do you think we live in? We're in arm and it picks it up and dumps it in the thing, puts it back down. He's just <laughs> the refined, ahead of his time guy. Oh, wow. I actually don't know why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I'm like the least qualified person to be on this show. I, I'm. This is overwhelming to be on a sports show. <laughs> you haven't been watching many episodes, Ryan. If you feel like you're no, I've I've like I've said, I've, every, I'm, I'm here, here every, every week. week. I don't know anything I, about sports. What I listen. Else? I listen every week. I listen every week. I'm always and I've I've said this before. I listen every week. I don't follow any sports other than my one hockey team, and you guys uh, are. Uh, from what I can tell, it seemed to be pretty knowledgeable off the cuff about teams and names. I'm like, I'm, I'm always impressed uh, with like, how do they just know? Like, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, they got that guy. Oh, what's he going to do for this team? Oh, that coach over there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what in the world? And you don't write any of this stuff down? No. No. But so, you don't write so anything about kudos. Balboa, right? You you know everything about Balboa. It's it's eight movies <laughs> that have been around for you. <laughs> They've been around for years. You guys are you guys are in the business of uh, following a, a program that is constantly changing, both the players, the names, the faces, and so yeah, kudos to you guys. So, you know, don't, don't. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. I, I yeah. appreciate that too, Ryan. You're awesome. Um, my last episode that I was on with you guys was released on November eighth, twenty twenty. A lot has changed since then, but one thing that uh, I do want to go over before we start with the current affairs of sports. Uh, we made some predictions on that episode, and I went back and listened to our predictions, or specifically my predictions, and which ones were true or which ones came to be true, and which ones uh, didn't. This is my favorite. Uh, this is my favorite thing we've ever done. This <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, seven minutes and twenty seconds into the episode, I asked how Tom Brady and the Buccaneers were doing. <laughs> 
and you guys pretty much like said oh this is no remember this is november november 8th 2020 uh-huh. and uh i think it was week nine of 17 of the nfl so really we were only halfway through well, just over halfway through the nfl yeah. and uh, at that point i said oh you know what i want tom brady to win the super bowl and you guys were like no 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 that's back near dad da, da, da. how could you say that i said no no this is what i want Tampa Bay's gonna win the uh, super bowl uh i i didn't google it was i right about that one um Okay. Uh, the next this prediction. Where you make your case as a sanitary engineer. We all <laughs> know that you threw that out there earlier. Uh, okay. Another another prediction was. Now, Sean, this is actually good on you as well. Oh, so well, thank you. Keep in mind, I don't know anything about football. So we uh, so that was my prediction for the Super Bowl winner. But then we made a prediction for the Buffalo Seattle game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys asked me who who do you think will win? And I said, Well, Buffalo will win by one touchdown. And Sean goes, Oh, that sounds about right. And now Seattle did beat, um, sorry, Buffalo did beat Seattle forty-four to thirty-four. Mm-hmm. So it was close by the one touchdown. Now, Sean, do you remember your prediction of that score? No, I don't. I'd say a lot of stuff. No, but you can, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now the actual score was forty-four to thirty-four. You agreed with my prediction that Buffalo would win by uh, would, would would win. But I was closer with the one touchdown with a ten point difference. But you did say that Buffalo would win forty to thirty three. So you're almost bang on with the uh, uh, and uh, Brad. Sorry, you said Seattle would win thirty eight to thirty five. So no. Next was the was the next was the UFC card. Now I will admit that I got one of the three wrong. So I got two of the three correct of the of the of the of the cards. One I got clear. UFC is where is that rank in your sports dome? Not high in the radar. I I haven't seen a UFC fight in over five years. Uh, now, I predicted that Khalid would win. I was wrong. Khalid did not win, so I was wrong about that. Just because his name sounded scary, and that was my reasoning, but I was wrong. Uh, but I did I did predict Glover and uh, Andre to win over uh, Tiago and Tanner because I said that nobody named Tanner would win. And I was right about that. So uh, there you go. So not too bad for my uh, predictions, I would say. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Ryan. You can find Ryan uh, everywhere in the internet these days for all him for more betting advice. <laughs> now, yeah. I'm not doing this again, though. I'm going to leave on a high note. I am not doing these predictions again. Well, you Listen. covered on, uh, was it uh, four of the five predictions? Major sports there. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I mean, Ryan the Greek. Nah? Ryan the Greek. Yeah. Ryan the Greek. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, are Greeks uh, the uh, predictors of the future? Or? <laughs> so, Brad, Brad, explain Jimmy the Greek here to. Uh, oh, I don't know that that fits. No? I don't know that fits here. Yeah. So, Jimmy the Greek was a great odds statistician predictor against odds. Oh. And. Uh, you, might have a, uh, you might have a feature in, in the. Betting game. Most bookies famously are not sports fans either. They just play yeah. statistics and name games like you do. So okay, or more, there st- you go. more statistics than names, but you know, yeah, I, you I can need, only go by names. That's it. You just need some hired first muscle. names too, which I think is really funny because I had to think about who. Like I was like Glover, huh? like not Glover. Mr. Teixeira. I would call yeah, him yeah, not Mr. Teixeira. Glover, old Glover there. Yeah. <laughs> Glover to win. So this is the season premiere. Is that right? It is. Yeah. Wow, this is it off is. to a roaring start. Uh, why? Why did you guys have a season break? 
Uh, like, what was the? I'm just curious what the uh, what the reasons were, or like, what was your thinking? Uh, it was just because well, the Super Bowl was over, or? Well, yeah, and then I think uh, personally, we both had some commitments that were just going to kind of muck us up a little bit, and you know, we gone. Uh, are you daytime drinking, episodes. Sean? Are you are you daytime drinking? Are we? This like, is guys' beer sports. Of course, I am. <laughs> so what kind of question? Look at you. What the seltzer? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> It was a hard Friday night. <laughs> well, it is 8.20 in the morning. Uh, this is, my this time. is our breakfast. going to put some Alka-Seltzer down. Just for that, I'm going to have another glass here. Just so I can get extra surly. So what do you, got, what do you guys got? I want to say, too, with your podcast, good job on your interviews. I think uh, the strongest thing with, of your podcast, other than your sports talk, of course, is, is your interviews. I really enjoy your interviews because I don't follow sports as a, like a team thing, like football, baseball. I don't follow the team's. But I do enjoy hearing the personal stories of people in the business. So I've enjoyed your interviews. So keep that up, guys. Thanks. That's been a it's been fun it. for us. I think that's the highlight of my weekend usually is talking to people. Like such as yourself. That's why we have you back. That's exactly it. You're a fun you're a fun guest to talk to. Absolutely. I have absolutely no sports stories. I realize oh, that you God. feel like this is off to a bang start, but uh, this is it actually is for us, so I, I'm enjoying this. I do <laughs> want to say, okay, so listen, everybody, check out Ryan Robalka and best. This is the best of the worst, best of the yeah, worst. Yeah, great. Well, well, yeah, when you plug my show, make sure you do it properly. Can you? Oh, uh, did you, hey, did Ryan, you, you take notes? Your show? <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. Sports guys, beers. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> the worst of the best podcast. Thank with you, Ryan Robalkin. Yes. Also, the if you're part of the Stallone. Was it the Stallone podcasting? But it's going the distance. Part right. of the, so. Yeah. yeah, so I know it's kind of confusing, and we actually have some hope. We actually have some ideas for the future, and I don't know if I can even say it right now because. But anyways, uh, this is the three right now you can say. I mean, it's the three of us. And, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, yeah. <laughs> right now the network is. You know how you have a TV channel, and on that TV channel, there's multiple shows, right? But they'll fall under CBS or NBC or whatever. Well, we have what's called the Stallone Fan Podcast Network, and under that network, or on the same podcast feed, is three different podcasts, and I'm one of those three, and that's Going the Distance Podcast, which covers the Rocky films, and there's a Rocky Minute Podcast, which covers the Rocky films as well, but they do it one minute at a time per episode. It's it's crazy. It's very thorough. Uh, and then uh, the other one is called the Slycast, and they cover just the general films of Sly. But we're trying to branch out to get other people under the umbrella of this uh, network feed that are dealing with action stars. So we, we're doing some feelers. We're reaching out to other podcasts that deal with action stars. So we're going to rename the brand to something else to cover kind of the old aging action stars. Hmm. So that's, that, that's our... That's a little hint of what we're trying to do in the future to kind of broaden the uh, the That's channel the, to have uh, more twenty twenty one look ahead. Right? Is that what we are? Yeah. I guess you could say that. And and um, for the few listeners that might be listening to this episode, they don't listen to my other one. I don't know. I don't know how that'll work. But uh, my show will be taking a bit of a hiatus, both of them, uh, in twenty one because I'm sailing half the year. So I obviously can't put out episodes when I have no access to the internet or recording while at sea. So it is what it is. It's just part of the job. It's happened before. I've been doing this for five years. So, yeah. This is a real, this is a real thing with our occupation, right, Ryan? It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the COVID guys are collecting samples. So keep talking guys while I yeah, take care of that. Yeah. Well, anyways, I mean, Brad, let's hear from our sponsors here. Uh, just go ahead and do that. Yeah. Right now, my so you're still kicking off, uh, still rolling with flyers. I went back to my roots this week. Uh, Humble's blonde here in this can. So mm-hmm. uh, flyers corner of Woodby and highway 20 here in Oak Harbor. Uh, you know, we're opened up a little bit, uh, since we last talked with this COVID thing, they've got some indoor seating. They got a bunch of outdoor seating. 
It's a great time. They got heaters. They got TVs. They have fantastic food and wonderful beers. So go see our friends at Flyers. Perfect. So I went to go see Chris at Old Biddy's. He actually missed me there for a little bit, though. So it was uh, it was nice to go in there uh, using my handy dandy Old Biddy's um, growler. I got myself some Maisel West Coast IPA. Very hoppy, very good, 6.2%. West Coast is the best coast. West Coast is the best coast. Let me tell you something. This is going down very nicely. Thank you so much, Chris. Hey, go check these guys out, out in Cobaquid Road. Listen, honestly, not to be biased, but they have some of the best beer I've tasted on this side here on, on our lovely province yeah, good very good biddies. stuff thanks for, uh, thanks thank for you old biddies. thank you so listen i wanted to get into some of the predictions there that we left on our season one finale there so we were talking about uh is Sidney crosby going to be traded is russell wilson going to be traded is deshaun watson going to have a landing spot and where will the maple leafs be in two weeks yeah well i'm proud right now i'm going to kick this off no, I'm gonna wait till Ryan gets back because I got I gotta feed this. Oh, he's back. What perfect timing. What perfect timing. Because the Maple Leafs. Remember what I said that, Brad? I said they're gonna be running away with number oh, one. Oh boy. Position. I just stepped back away with the number one position right now. It is the greatest team right now in the NHL, the Toronto Maple Leafs. We are running away with it. You cannot stop us. If this is without Austin Matthews in the lineup, who's been playing with a broken wrist for the whole season and still leads the league in goals. Yes, yes. Hey, I'm. Claude Julien gets fired. Kirk Muller gets fired. You have the best goaltender that you're stating that you have there. Look at all the money that you ended up spending. You have a GM who doesn't know what the hell is going on. Oh my goodness. Yes, Toronto. How many WWF highlights were you watching before? Yeah, I was going to say. Boy, is Mean Gene next to you there? What's <laughs> the ghost of Mean Gene's holding a mic next to you? We got a promo. I didn't know it. What are we doing here? <laughs> I just wanted to say that my prediction was spot on. <laughs> In your own tone of voice, what were you saying? My so, prediction is spot on. What, that Toronto's going to run away with the Canadian division? Oh, see, I hate that. I hate that because you're part of the Canadian division there too. I am, and I wouldn't, you know, honestly, this is me speaking. And you can't cut it. You can't. Your team can't cut it. I guarantee you that Toronto. Well, here's the thing. No offense, Toronto's not going to win the cup. Not as much at all. And that's my (laughs) that's that's my prediction. So I understand. I don't know, man. I don't. I understand your excitement. When was the last time a Canadian team won their own? Ninety three. 93. 93. 93. 93. So the same as the, the Blue Jays won also? They were 91, yes. 92, I believe, aren't they? 92, 93. 92. Oh, 92. You're okay. close. You were close. You were close, Ryan. You were close. But here's the, here's the thing. Uh, look, I enjoy enjoy the regular season success. I absolutely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. It's your team. Enjoy it. Any, and any of the other teams that are uh, – or any other fan bases of other teams in the other four COVID divisions – that are top of their division because they figured out the other six or seven teams that they have to beat the formulas. They have to beat those teams. It's a different season. And even if Montreal was it number is. one, listen, listen even if, it even, is. even if Montreal was number one in their division, I wouldn't be Which that they're excited. Not. Which they're not. I, can I say, even if I wouldn't be that excited, I'm, I would say temper your expectations. That's and a your lie. Excitement. I already no. know that's a lie, Ryan. I already know that is, but that's okay. 
That's okay. You can feel the uh, way you want to feel. That's fine. Montreal Here's is playing thing. terrible at home, which is interesting. Yes. Yeah, it is weird. They have a better home uh, away record than home. I don't know why that is. It's like the ghosts yeah. of the fans are still mocking them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I I got to be honest. I expected a lot more from Montreal this season, especially the signings so did, that you had, yeah. the the young talent that you had. I'm actually very shocked at where you are. Winnipeg. Right, okay. Is Would you? Can, well, are you going to stop talking? Can, let, does it not can, come back around? Like we're midway, right? Like we're Mark, midway. Well, we're Mark midway. Hill's, are you now, Sean, the casket and put the flowers on top. No, 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 no. When you lose two, setting. when you lose back to back against Ottawa Senators, yeah, you okay. should definitely close yeah. the casket. Yeah, yeah, okay, and all lower right. you down. All right, all right. So, Brad, just so you know, and those who uh, want to hear me talk, says Sean, going on, I'll just say this. Uh, <laughs> so Montreal, yes, they're fourth in the division. They're still in the playoff spot. They they have two games in hand on Calgary. But they're still two points ahead of Calgary. So Calgary's chasing Montreal, mm-hmm. but Montreal's sitting in a pretty pretty good right now because they're two games ahead of that. So even if they lost their next two games, they're still going to be ahead of Calgary. Hey, brother, I'm okay. looking at my chops. Let Montreal stay where they are because they get to face the Leafs in the first round. Oh, baby. I hope so. I, I hope am so. licking my chops. So that will I. be a great series. It's great series. Yeah, and when Absolutely we beat you, fantastic. and when we beat you, wow. when we beat you in the wow. final. That's my prediction. I'm telling you right now, Sean, you okay. do not want yeah. to face Montreal as the underdog. You uh, want to face Montreal as the underdog. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do. Nothing- yeah, I do. You have not figured out. Sean has not learned anything. Right now, do follow our Facebook page, but Sean is famous for getting on with a one goal lead. If we won nothing in the first period, he's like, this game's over. It's trash. <laughs> that was the only game that Montreal won. But yeah, I deserve one, that. Be like, I I'm deserve, sorry yeah. I misspoke early. I deserve that one. That one I deserved. I, I stepped right into it. That was an early celebration in the third period, last five minutes. Who would have thought? I yeah, think if you were true. an honest Toronto fan, I think if you're an honest Toronto fan, I think you should is be there, nervous I, playing Montreal. Jump in. Is there such thing as an honest Toronto fan, though? No, they believe 1967 was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Launch away, Ryan. Launch away. I'm not. We're number one. We're number one. I was right with my prediction. I'm going to be right with the remainder of my predictions. Okay. What's the, how deep are you going to okay, fine. Make your prediction. through in the worst division in the, in the sport. It's not the worst division, Brad. Just because it's not an American division is not the worst division. Not There's some good game. hockey going on. How dare you? Not even so, Toronto can be, so Toronto can beat you Tampa? Just, yeah, I think Toronto can beat Tampa. Why not? Tr- Toronto can beat Vegas? Yes, Toronto can beat Vegas. Okay. Is that your only two teams? I love. I no, love I'm just it. curious. Is I'm that your curious. only two teams that you have? Okay, so Toronto's going to win. Like, Col- you didn't. Even, you didn't even mention Colorado. You so Toronto's going to win the cup. What's your I prediction? Know, I don't know about that. No, you have to make a prediction. <laughs> I, <just told> you. <laughs> I want Toronto to win the cup. No, that's not fair. Because I, I want Toronto course, to win every, the cup. Okay, no, let me let me give you my honest my honest prediction then. Okay, sure. What is because we'll mark it right here. What's the date of today's recording? It is uh, March sixth. Okay, twenty twenty one. No, make it make a prediction. I'm telling you right now, Montreal is not going to win the, win the cup. No, I would, no. I would be happy to. Go I think Toronto. To, I think Toronto round. makes it to the Stanley Cup Finals, but we're probably wow. going to lose to the Avalanche. Okay, that's fair. That's your prediction. You know, I I do think that. I think Toronto's do. Uh, I think that they've made the right move so far. Okay, and Johnny Tavares hasn't even woke up yet, and he won't. Oh come on! That much money, that much talent, he'll wake up. You feel different about uh, Mr. Tavares now than you did before, huh? 
Well, the thing is, is that when you have one goal and how many games? Holy smokes. He's yeah, been it's frustrating. In. It's He's frustrating. I mean, just when they signed him, you just felt rough about it, right? Well, no, he had he had he was one of the top top guys in points there on the team, right? So I mean, like, you know, he's he's worth the money. Um, I still think, you know what, Brad? I have to apologize to you. I still think Joe Thornton is a good signing now. Oh, is that who it was? Oh, is he Thornton. still there? Where is he? He's seven hundred and fifty thousand. Him, Wade Simmons. Few of those guys, they're 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 good. They're rubbing off on these young guys the right way, right? Wait, oh, room. so there's actually veteran leadership happening, and it's yes, yes, Brad, yes, okay. yes, yes, Brad. You were right. You were right. Bringing that NBA NFL mind over there. Yep. So, Sidney Crosby is still a Pittsburgh Penguin. We don't know for how long, uh, but he still is currently. Well, I mean, with them, them with. Uh, with the things starting to open up and them allowing fans, I imagine that Mr. Crosby now stays put in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't see him. I think so. Yeah, you know, maybe the off season, right? Maybe draws, yeah, you know, enough power to make a move. But I think I, in in season with as competitive as they've been, yeah. Russell Wilson is going to be leaving the Seahawks. I think I think that's inevitable now from some of the reports I'm seeing and some of the stuff you put out there, Brad. Uh, it would be difficult to see him get traded this year from a salary cap standpoint because it's mm-hmm. $39 million of dead money. Yeah. If it's this year versus next year. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, I don't imagine. You don't see him on the Bears? The well, I mean, there's got to be, there's smoke, right? And there's enough smoke that maybe, but I just, I don't know how they overcome the amount of, financial loss that happens with uh them. you know what i mean all right i need you to explain dead money to us here brad well uh basically it comes down to money that was paid out in bonuses and those types of things and so uh that all counts towards the salary cap and can't be readjusted and so the, the money they've already paid uh will still be in the books this year and that doesn't transfer over with them so so it's it, interesting it so like signing cap. bonus signing bo- signing bonus all that is part of that yeah. dead money but they don't yeah. give that to the athlete right up front that's well they give installed. it they give it to them but what they're able to do is to push it across a couple of years to help Got with it. the summary cap that's why you'll see a lot of guys that have it wouldn't surprise me like when the ben roethlisberger deal comes out uh that he has a, a giant signing bonus and they're able to prorate some of that out uh, Tom Brady famously would renegotiate his deals every couple of years. And it was always like, oh, Tom's such a team-friendly guy. He's renegotiating. But what he was really doing was taking base salary and shifting it into signing bonus money because those two things are can be uh, – they all count the same towards the salary cap, but they can be spread out over – you know, Got so it. like your base salary counts towards 2021. Your salary cap number or your signing bonus number can be spread over a couple of years, the length of the contract. Got it. Got um, it. So – that's where the term dead money comes into. There's, so there's still, you know, there's teams that uh, pay huge signing bonuses to players that they later have cut, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where you'll see like when they cut them, like, oh, they'll save $14 million against the mm-hmm. cap and his salary was $12 million because he mm-hmm. had some signing bonus money. Still. Were you surprised with some of the cuts that's happened in the no. NFL? No, In order to no. open up more for this? Because like the salary cap, I think, is going down this season, right? Dramatically. Yeah. 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 So Ryan... And yes. to the rest of our fans that are not familiar with the business acumen of basically the NFL, right? So because of COVID, usually the salary cap goes up every season. Mm. This is the first season that's going down. Oh, okay. And so you see the, a well, lot the salary of cap is driven yeah. off of revenue. It right, will, will right of course. Similar next year in Major League Baseball and also in um, NBA, right? And probably it, you'll see it in the NHL. I mean, with them borrowing all that money, they're, they're right. planning for that. 
Absolutely. The COVID impacts we're going to see for the next couple of seasons, but this year is the first time. And I don't, I can't recall how long that the salary cap is actually dropping dropped uh, and is dropping significantly. And so what that's going to mean is, you know, for teams to get underneath the salary cap, they're going to have to cut some high profile veterans. And so really, if you're a team that's managed your cap, well, not, you I mean, no one knew this was coming. Right. Uh, but if you were you know, good stewards of your money, you're really going to have an opportunity to reload uh, a team and make a run in the championship. So mm. it's kind of a, it's an interesting take. Um, but getting back to Russell Wilson, I, there was a lot of smoke there. It was interesting to me, the four teams that he would uh, be traded to. So Russell Wilson has a no trade clause in his contract. So that it's exactly what it sounds like. So Russell Wilson cannot be traded without his consent. So that he, Russell Wilson couldn't just be traded to the New York Jets or anywhere. He would have to say that. And so uh, he said, I do not want to trade. But if I was to be traded, I would accept to these four. And it's the Las Vegas Raiders, the Chicago Bears, the Dallas Cowboys. And the fourth team was. Who was the fourth team, Sean? Yeah, I'm going to look that up right now. It was someone else that doesn't matter, right? It was really – oh, it was New Orleans Saints. New Orleans That's Saints. it, yeah. But, I mean, and honestly, so with New Orleans – It's four I'm, teams that do yeah. – the Las Vegas Raiders have less of a quarterback uh, quandary than those other three teams do. But all three of – four of those teams don't necessarily have cap space or mm-hmm. draft collateral to get a deal done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also have quarterback issues. And so it would be difficult. Like, for me, I felt like – you know, Russell Wilson would command a player and a first round pick or multiple first round picks, you know, draft picks and compensation just based on his talent level and, you know, and the years on his contract left and all those things. So I felt like, you know, maybe uh, a trade to the Jets would work. We get Sam Donald back in a first round pick or a couple yeah. of things. There's a couple of scenarios out there um, that would fit Seattle's narrative and maybe make absorbing that dead $39 million cap it this year a little more palatable the four teams that he listed were not. So to me, it feels a lot like a hedge, a hedge bet on Russell's uh, part to not get traded this year. Um, you know, but it's just, it's been curious, you know, I've been pretty vocal about how I feel about Russell this entire year. And that is, you have his, uh, I felt like his uh, motivation was a little bit different. I felt like his focus was definitely not entirely football as it had been. And I think we, you know, we felt like we saw that out. Um I think it's the I first don't disagree time. that he got that he was not being protected very well. I feel like yeah. he was curious to say that after this season when he was, right. and when the tape shows that all of those uh unnecessary hits they took were not fully on the offensive line. A lot of I love that point. That point that you brought so, up, Brad, was money. I mean, that was money. The very fact that you're holding the ball for four seconds when the league average was two seconds. Yeah, that, no. there's something there that's like that two seconds is like a window of Forever. You mean holding the ball, the, the quarterback like, like before you before you release it, you snap it, and before yeah. you release it to a wide receiver. So two seconds is the league average yeah. after he oh, gets the ball it, in his eh? hands. Oh, wow. Two point two seconds from yeah, snapping the ball coming out is what the yeah. average is, and Russell was averaging four. And, so and that's forth. better. Yeah, you want you don't want the ball in your hand that long. If it's you think four about seconds, you got this giant monster of men running yeah. at you to try. To so the, oh, well, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. So having it in your hand longer is actually not good. Yeah. Well, I mean it's. It, there's a bit of a nuance there because sometimes your plays are developing down the field more. So the, the that's what I was wondering. Play. Like, how fast do you get these guys down the field to get them open? I mean, does the quarterback ever run with well, the ball? Yeah, yeah, all those things. Right? All those things. Uh, you yeah. know, we have we have two guys that run the forty yard dash in you know four point three seconds. So you feel like they can get they can stretch relatively quickly. Um, 
But if the coverage and then is you good. also have to count the ball, the time is in the air. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, you know, four seconds is an eternity for a quarterback. Yeah. And so that's the uh, that's the catch. It, it, it really it isn't. It's not a detractor, detractor that he holds the ball for four seconds. It's you can't complain about taking a hit if you're the one holding the ball for four seconds. Right, of course, right. yeah, yeah. That's that's my especially when the league average is two point two. I thought that was a great yeah. point there, Brad. Uh, yeah. My and thing he's is successful though, when it goes downfield like that, but you have to know, like, yeah. so for every from a scheme perspective, Ryan, if you are running deep routes with your receivers. Right. right. So you're going to yeah. take receivers deep down the field, you know, for a big play. Right. You also have uh, what we call a safety valve. So you have somebody, it's generally a tight end of the running back, sneak out in the, like what we call the flat, which the is flats. like the open area by the sideline. Okay. Right. That's about five yards downfield. And he's the guy where if there's a free rusher or the quarterback gets in trouble, you lob that ball out that way. And that re- reduces your chance of getting hit or not. Russell famously, the last half of 2020, held that ball, ignored that safety valve, trying for the big play, and then took hits. Mm. So, you know. Well, it was it was interesting because, like, in the Super Bowl, I think uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes pretty much set a record for 500 yards of rushing, but it was not rushing forward. That was 500 well, yards of scrambling. Tackles, uh, yeah. The week of the game, like, that's, yeah. you're going to be in a rough spot. A rough spot. And on top of that, I think his offensive line coach was uh, in a little bit of trouble there as well. So. Ah, he's a linebacker's coach. He was a linebacker's coach. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they had, they definitely had some distractions. It was, it so was when does the, uh, when does the NFL kick off again? Uh, right now, right games, now we're talking about September, free agency. Uh, train cap opens no, but I mean the regular season games. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So when you come back on the talk to Sean about how uh, your Montreal Canadians are, Wait, wait, oh, police. get out of here. Went deeper than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, we'll be back. Uh, oh, we'll be back God. in the full swing of NFL. But right now, they're, they're Brad, starting so... to kick off free agency in the draft, all those things. So the NFL yeah. is almost a year-round news cycle at this point. So, okay, Brad, you're just a flip-flopper. I just – I mean, I love you, man, but – I'm not a you, flip-flopper. You know, you know nothing I was just telling Ryan what to expect when he comes back. That's all I was saying. Yeah, I would love to come back <laughs> at least uh, after I'm done sailing this year. I'll come back and we'll uh, talk about where uh, – we're, we're, yeah, well, yeah, we'll actually be in the regular season uh, again uh, when. Uh, yeah, here's the thing: yeah, is yeah, the regular is, is the regular season going to be regular again next year in the fall? The for very hockey? fact we- that they went they went that to such a shortened season there to try to make it happen, right? I think they're probably going to be looking at probably a September October like October starting period. Yeah, just like per normal because yeah, yeah. we we're, we shortened this season so we can end the playoffs at a regular time, right? Right. right okay. Exactly. Right. I think everyone. I think everyone's planning on being. Uh, business as usual. In the okay. Fall. So listen. Um, yeah. So we, we went over Russell Wilson. Carson Wentz gets traded. The NFL landscape is changing. Uh, draft picks, draft picks, draft picks. Jacksonville Jaguars. Who knows what they're going to be doing? But there were some things happening there. Uh, NHL. We're looking at Leafs rocking it. That's great. Some little. That's trades all you're going to talk about is your home team. No, 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 no. I mean, p- hey, come on, Pittsburgh. Uh, Sidney Crosby played his 1,000th game. That's something. You know, um, mm-hmm. Crosby. Well, your favorite player's dad dying. You're not going to send your condolences to Mr. Gretzky and the Gretzky family. 
Yeah, that's sad, eh? Yeah, we use eighty-two. Well, is is this um, sad or is it? I don't mean. I mean, I don't mean like obviously losing your loved ones is is never happy. But I mean, lived a full wonderful life. How many mm-hmm. how many parents can say they've seen their son do what they've done and then have grandchildren on top? I mean, it's a what a full life. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a uh, celebration. I, I agree, Ryan. You yeah. you and I are very must be very similar, at least in this vein. Yeah. I always think about that too. I look at the time of life and i'm always like man 82 years like yeah yeah 82 years a full life a very successful life a life of yeah. bounty both in both in money and children and success i mean i mean i'm sorry for wayne and and the and respective members you know anyone losing a family member but nobody's mourning this guy's no. life no. yeah it, you know what what a what a great father uh, at two mm-hmm. years old mm-hmm. shoveling out the area putting down the water crazy making it freeze and then having Wayner at two out there on his skates, you know. Um, he's either a great father or he's crazy. It's the same thing you said about <laughs> Earl Woods. I guess. I don't know. It's like Earl Woods putting a golf club in Tiger's crib when he was a baby and teaching him how to swing it. Like that's, <laughs> you might be, if it works out, you're a great father. If it doesn't work out, you're crazy. Right, right, right. Good point. <laughs> well, it worked out for um, Walter. So that's good. Yeah. Walter Gretzky, yeah, rest did. in peace. Yeah. Um you know, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that people remember his name as being the father of probably one of the greatest hockey players to ever skate. We're backing down now, dude. Listen, Bobby Orr is always going to be up there. Okay, there's always conversations. John stop. And I had a very to me, Wayne Gretzky. Okay, stop. stop. No, not now. You're all oh, wow, wow. I'm trying to be nice. But no, you don't want you nice. You don't want nice. I just want All consistency, right. Sean. I just want some oh, consistency. consistency. He's the greatest player to ever lay skates. And then you could have Bobby Orr, okay? Then you could have Bobby Orr. I didn't want Bobby Orr, but you, you know, want Bobby uh, Orr. Wayne Gretzky is the best player to ever live. I don't care anyone says. He's like the Hulk Hogan of uh, hockey. <laughs> Meaning, like, you, you meant Ric Flair. You meant Ric Flair. Oh, here right? we go. Oh, my goodness. Isn't no, Bobby Orr is Ric Flair, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you bet Thunderlips. No, because listen, at the end of the Thunderlips. Day, if you were to take if you were to take a thousand people ages between 18 and 45 right now mm-hmm. in the States, mm-hmm. uh let's just say of guys, 18-year-olds to 45-year-old guys, and say who is the most popular wrestler? Not the best, not the whatever, whatever. Who is the most popular? I would guarantee you Hulk Hogan would be at the top. I would guarantee you it's Ric Flair. Does Hulk Hogan have shoes named after him? Oh my basketball? gosh! Are you serious? You does honestly believe this Hulkamania is—is is it running wild on some Gabe. NBA oh basketball shoes? No. This is this is embarrassing. So uh, well, let's go I, to- I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. I I am a giant Ric Flair fan. I love. Rick sure, Flair. I love him too. I'm not talking about Hulk Hogan. Saying, is, like, Hulk Hogan transcended the sport. And yes, mainstream. Listen, Hulk Hogan was. Listen, One of the Hulk best Hogan faces. Would probably have his own shoe in the NBA like Ric Flair does if he didn't have that misstep with the little tape episode a couple years. Did, has has Ric Flair have a have a sex tape? Does Ric Flair not a, probably not in public? I mean, I'm sure there's one out there. I'm right? sure there's one. Ric Flair. Does, does Rick does Ric Flair has he ever been accused of, of saying the N word? I mean, come on. I mean, there's no. a legacy to live here. Oh wait a minute. No, these are I, bad things. So <laughs> these are bad things. That's right. Listen, listen. Um, Hulk Hogan is going to be always be remembered and revered. Yes, great, that's all I'm saying. Like, he was he was a face of the '80s. Okay, that's all I'm saying. But the thing is, though, is that you can't have Hulk Hogan without Ric Flair. And you can't have Ric Flair without Hulk Hogan. That's not true. Because I, I remember, I remember, I listen, when I was 
I know you're I know you're 55 years old, Sean, but when I was <laughs> Be careful, Ryan. I mean, Sean's almost at dinner time. It's, it's yeah, four true. hours in front of us. That's true. Uh, about ready for I don't know what the Canadian version of Denny's is, but I'm sure he's about to roll up for the it's early Denny's. special. Believe it or not, it's Denny's. It's... Yeah. Uh, you know, Sean never gets up to go to the bathrooms. He's wearing the pens. That's how he can drink so much beer in one sitting. He, just, he slowly leaks into his chair. <laughs> Try not to choke no here. Lies. Try not to choke here. Holy smokes. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Like your maple leaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yo. <laughs> Good. There you go. Zing. Fighting. Fighting words. Okay. Keep going. Back keep going. into regular season form. <laughs> you I can't wait till they get knocked out first round. I can't wait. Oh I just can't gosh. wait. I just can't oh wait. Gosh. Oh, when man. when when is it when does it have to happen for you? When does it have to happen? When's your aha moment? When they're out of the playoffs? When the hot hat is there a mirror right behind your screen? Are you talking to yourself right now? I think so. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, Hogan, probably one of the best faces. Definitely one of the best heels. I mean, that was the best. Yeah, heel Hollywood Hogan was awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Ric Flair, you can't have Hogan without Flair. You just can't. Okay, I, I hear you, and I understand that. I'm just saying, when I was a kid in the '80s, and I was watching wrestling, this is back, of course, the you know the Hogan Macho Man days, Andre the Giant, King Kong Bundy. These were the glory days of wrestling in the '80s. I never knew who Flair was, so I'm just saying, as a kid, I didn't really know him. You know, like I, I just watched WWE. I didn't know about the other circuits, and right. they were okay. There was no that's internet. I, no, 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 I didn't. That's, that's I, I didn't that's have the. There was no. And you never, Flair. you never went and bought the magazines either, right? No. The wrestling magazines. Yeah. That's what I used to do. I was like a nerd. Now, when I got to be about twelve years old, and I started buying magazines and comics and stuff, I just start seeing this Ric Flair versus Hogan talk, and I'm like. I was. I, mean, I remember being confused. I'm like, "What? There's another wrestling league?" So I was very naive to the other. Like, I didn't even know there was like other. Who's this wrestling Legion league. of Doom? Yeah, like <laughs> I didn't understand. And I almost felt like they were always like the garage band type wrestling. And uh, but now that I've gotten older, and I was watching the Attitude Era, and now there's the internet, and I listen to the wrestling podcast, I find it very fascinating that that time. And so I've I've retroactively looked back at Rick's career and it's very fascinating. But when I was growing up in it, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's fair. That's fair. Uh what I'm most impressed with with Rick Flair is that I mean he was adopted. He, he didn't know what I don't think who his birth parents were. Uh the name he was given was not his own last name. But he made the best of what he had, you know. Uh, it was interesting watching that documentary about Ric Flair. I, Where's that at? That is on um, TSN for us. Okay. Uh, uh, ESPN has that 30 for 30 series. That's it. It's a 30 for 30. Is it yeah, a 30 for fun. 30 for yeah. Ric Flair? Yeah. yeah. And it's, okay, it's depressing and beautiful all in the same. All the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to see yeah. if I you can find a, a, find a quote-unquote copy of that somewhere online. Yeah. Okay. You so can, good. Uh, it's readily available. Yeah, okay. so good. But anyways, though, um, great. I think we've we've uh, exhausted this here. So I'm gonna no, we haven't. We haven't sold it. Oh, we haven't. You, oh, you oh. still feel like it's not true. So what's not true? That Rick that Rick Flair is not the greatest uh, wrestler of all time. It's Hulk. It's Hulk Hogan. It's easy. It's not even yeah. Easy. Oh my gosh! Listen, drink your milk and train and sit. No, right? Whatever, man. Whatever. Just because he showed up on a few this and a few that. Mario Lemieux had a lot of that, too. It doesn't matter. Wayne Gretzky was still the best. Ric Flair is still the best. How many titles did uh, Hulk Hogan win? 
Well, what? All, I mean, I don't think that's fair. What? What? How many titles did Rick Flair win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventeen. Yeah. He okay. This is where he starts talking like wrestling's real. It's yeah. this is yeah. this is where we bow out. This is where we. Yeah. yeah okay. Logic. Logic is. Yeah. Well, oh, come. Stop it. Stop On our it. Next you put. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Jokers. Rick Flair's the best. We all know that. Rick Flair's is the best. He's just not the greatest wrestler of all time. The Rock's the greatest wrestler of all time. Probably. Oh boy. Here we go. Think about it. Who else has transcended as as great as he has? As well, he's, whole, he's he's the highest as paid a whole, actor. The Rock took that platform and really was able to sure. made it into something else. And I and I enjoy him. And I like The Rock. I I love those uh, Mick Foley, uh, Steve Austin. Uh, those are fun this days. Too. Different. Yeah. Like I feel like that platform is the same. That for me becomes the argument of Michael Jordan versus you know, LeBron. LeBron, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. or whatever. Without like. We can talk about Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan in the same yeah. breath, right? Because that right. platform was the same for them. The yeah. platform that The Rock and, and Steve Austin and them all came to was built by, they're standing on the shoulders of, right, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Okay, I'll give and you we're that. able to catapult off. I'll give you that. That's how I feel about that. Okay, I'll give you that. Because Babe Ruth, right, Babe Ruth built the Yankees, was the home run hitting champion of all time, right? Then Hank Aaron smashed that, and then Steroid Boy smashed that. Uh, why can't oh, I think of Steroid? It, he just bested it. it yeah, smashed it. What's 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 Steroid Boy's name there? I, I'm forgetting his name. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. You know, which I don't have a problem with steroids. I have a problem with head sizes. I feel like if whatever you're doing increase your hat size by four, then Good point. It probably wasn't just steroids. I mean, technically it was steroids, right? But it wasn't yeah. steroids as we think of steroids. So yeah, yeah. There's probably some H-H-H. performance. In, if it caused your head to grow, like you're probably on some performance enhancing things. Well, if you have a look at pictures of his before and after, right? It's like. Yeah. It's like Mark McGuire was always a pretty big dude. He was. Right? Exactly. And did he take steroids to recover faster? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. But that's what a lot of these wrestlers did, right? did as well, right? Is like yeah. taking steroids to recover from their. Thing. I'm, listen, I'm here for that. I don't. I don't mind the that for. But it's a different conversation for me for uh, for Barry Bonds. I just feel like that was you know he was a different creature when he at, towards the end of his career when he started hitting home runs. Yeah, Hank Aaron Mark McGuire was always Hank Aaron didn't have to do that. Although we know of, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard, man. Anytime you start comparing like generations, it's very becomes very difficult. Yeah, I don't. I don't. The know. pitchers, the pitchers, I, I, I hear what you're today saying. were also not throwing gas. You know, and they baseball on right now. Is baseball going on right now? Yeah, spring training just kicked off. Spring training started. Yeah, we get into that here in just a second if you want to, because I, you know, there's some fascinating storylines. I think. Um, yeah, there is. That, yeah. That are going, you know. Um, but what I was saying about Hank Aaron is that you didn't have pitchers when Hank Aaron was playing throwing 98 miles an hour, and then also throwing a cutter at 84. You know what I mean? Like it was just a different game. Not to take yeah, away from I, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron still you. did his thing, right? But like it was just different. Well, how many pitches do you think was in there when uh the Bambino was playing? How how many pitches? They're just throwing gas. They wouldn't have no pitch. Exactly. Was just, it just, like, I don't just, think there was a slurve. I don't think the slurve was yeah, I don't we, think, you know what I mean? Like any of those pitchers were around. Things, like the pitchers that Barry Bond saw are not the pitchers we see today. Like what we've, like yeah. today, 
like an ace pitcher has three good pitches. Yeah, because you only have to go six innings now. But those guys didn't you only have, have three to go good six pitches. Innings. Those guys had two pitches. You know what I mean? No, like, no, come on now. Some of the aces there had five five good pitches that they could like select I don't, from. I mean, plus pitches, not good pitches. They can throw okay, five right. different pitches, but I'm talking about right. like plus, like you know, three, three. Awesome Three pitches. Elite got pitches these days. Yeah. Not got it. Capability to throw five. So, okay. but again, the innings, all those things. Like as soon as we start comparing generational things, I think it starts to get kind of washy. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it. Like to throw gas. Like some of these guys are throwing some enormous gas, even on their changeups now, and, yeah. and everything. It's 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 unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen uh, the difference between like a ninety eight mile an hour fastball and a 86 mile an hour curveball, like staying at the plate, like it's huge. <laughs> you it's you huge. just think about you know something going that fast, traveling 66 feet, and then the curve. Sometimes the break on some of those is yeah. unbelievable. It, it blows my mind. Like when I saw David Price pitching in 2015 when he came out to the Jays, and you just see that break on that curveball, and it was just like, oh my god! Like <laughs> I'd Ryan, be swinging on that too. That in real life. Say again. Have you ever seen a pitch like that in real life? Have you ever seen like a major league pitcher? One of the things that's always a uh, a cool thing for me is if I can find a way to get seats behind home plate. Yeah, I don't uh, movement on the balls like it's. Yeah, I don't fall baseball all that much. I mean, it's. Yeah. I think I said on the last episode with the guys where it's one of those sports where it's more fun to play for me personally than to ever watch. Yeah, but well, I, me, I don't. It's, for me, it's that way on TV. But to go to a live, I'll always go mm. live baseball game. Just because it's just, you know, it's fascinating for me to watch from a mechanical standpoint. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't really follow baseball at all. I, I know. Now that you're the, on the West Coast, come down to Seattle. I'll, I'll okay. get you some tickets. Me, you know, just let me know when you want to come down. When you get back from Seattle, and we'll go. Uh, we'll so go to jealous. And we'll stay close. All right. So sure. Ryan. Yes. Let's, let me. It's not even called Safeco Field now anymore. What's it called now? Uh, Park. It's still called Safeco Field. Anyway, so Ryan, that is one of the most premier fields I've ever been okay. to. Is Safeco. Uh, the very fact that you can get beer, go behind where their uh, dugout is. There, I think it's where their their bullpen is, yep. and, and stand there, drink beer, and watch them pitching. Yep. Right when <laughs> you're uh, when you're not on sale and Toronto comes here, I, I want you to come down and we'll go. Yeah, any anytime I go watch the Toronto team lose, I'll be there. The sure. whole, well, they'll probably win, and there'll be more of your countrymen here than there will be. That's just how so Toronto looks great this year, by the way. Yeah, they're, for the they're team? Batting, the batters, yeah. The batters are A1. You have to be in the ALE. It's got to be the most elite roster they put together since uh, the Joe Carter days. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. George Springer's there now. I mean, Vladdy Guerrero. So Jr. you know they're going to be able to cheat a little bit? I can't. I can't even say anything about that. I mean, he did cheat with the Houston Astros, uh, so you know. Are but you that's, aware that's... Of the cheating scandal from the Houston Astros, right? There's some alleged uh, shenanigans that were. It's going not on. alleged. It's it's not alleged. When you lose draft picks over that, that's not alleged anymore. <laughs> like... Player, the players all turned on the organization. They were uh, they were stealing uh, <laughs> pitcher signs by using the video replay room, and then they were. Uh, they had someone in the bullpen watching the catcher, and then they would bang on the, the trash can with a stick. Like, is that how crazy it is? Yeah. They would make a note, like, they would bang the trash can when it was a fastball. So, they know the guys knew they were just sit on gas and they were just like, yeah. their batting average splits and home and away are just astronomical. So, crazy. 
George Springer uh, was a part of that scandal. Yeah. And yeah. he now is a member of the Toronto Blue Jays. So. Yes, he is. But he's one of the best players. Definitely the biggest contract we've ever had. Yeah. Definitely the biggest. He's the best player Toronto's ever had in their organization. It's true. It's true. I mean, come on. I mean, Roberto Alomar is what we had to look at beforehand. And Roberto the spitter all the the spitter. Yeah, but that was in Baltimore. But yeah, Yeah, he did. That was disgusting. That was I don't know what he was thinking. Is there a worse thing than someone spitting at someone else? No, that's horrible. He spat my umpire because he didn't agree with what the umpire was saying. There, I just mean in general. Like, is there a word? Like, I'd rather be open no. and slapped and spit at. I think. Yeah, same here. Uh, I think spitting on somebody, you're asking to be punched in the face. It's like that's worse than a slap in the face. You're absolutely correct. It's like you're asking to get punched in the face. You spit on me. It's like, geez, ah, oh, horrible. But yeah, Roberto Alomar spat in the umpire's face. Ugh. Yeah, he didn't that's... agree with his call. It was very disgusting. Yeah, that is gross. That's and that's childish behavior, quite frankly. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, it wasn't you're a blue jay. Outside of your emotions, if you're, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, it wasn't a blue at jay at that, that moment for sure. I mean, I think you know, I think replay showed that he was incorrect in what he was upset about. Too, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was incorrect, and I think that the umpire was going through some personal problems as well, and it was just yeah. like, dang, Roberto, what are you doing? Like. <laughs> Luckily, he was a Baltimore Oriole. That's right, Baltimore fans. He was an Oriole at that point. Is uh, basketball when? Uh, yeah, we haven't talked about basketball, have we? We have not. We have not. Let's, let's do that. Who's so LeBron playing? For, the break. What's that? LeBron. LeBron's playing for the Lakers, right? Lakers. Yes. That's right. Yeah. No, is this another uh, situation where we got this team winning the uh, championship? Well, it's a bit of an interesting uh, time because they were doing well. Uh, they also have uh, uh, Anthony Davis, who's a superstar in his own right. He's a you know who he is. He's a big man that came from the University of Kentucky. Played for the New Orleans Pelicans for a long time. Uh, Riley Regard is one of the best big men currently playing, maybe of all time, probably a Hall of Famer at some point. Okay, uh, when he's done playing, and so he came to Los Angeles last year which largely led them to be the favorites. You know, LeBron's still very good. But he's he's just not who he was. Yeah, he's 35. He's he's in year 18, right? I think. Crazy. That's crazy already. He's doing things that are just wild. Um, Anthony Davis had an Achilles uh, issue. Okay. Sat out for a couple games, came back, and then re-aggravated that Achilles issue. So now he's been out for a couple weeks. And so they've been on a little bit of a a slide. They're still well in the playoff hunt. Um, Yeah. You know, I honestly, this. to me, the Lakers are just coasting. Like, why, yeah. why, why, who cares if you have whatever, if you don't have home field advantage, whatever. You get well, to the I think they'll still play to have home court in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those now the Clippers, four, but you know, I mean, it's, yeah. So, my surprising thing about the Clippers right now is that basically Kawhi Leonard the just said, the Lakers. The Clippers now, yeah. the Clippers, because the Lakers. I mean, you know, yeah, they're coasting in. LeBron's having a good season. Anthony Davis is out. They're probably going to win the NBA championship again. You know, uh, that's why. That's why I'm thinking. Did did they win last year? Yeah, yes. they won last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the Clippers, the very fact that Kawhi Leonard walked in there and said, "I'm not re-signing or extending or anything like that," just leaves a big void now. On the Clippers because it was a surprise, though. Is that were you surprised by that? No, I was surprised. No, uh, but you know what? Like, 
here's one of those people that thought that he could build a team, right? Like he brought his talents out there because you said, get me Paul George. I want Paul George to play with me. Whoever, whichever team is going to get me Paul George, that's the team I'm going to sign with. And it was the Clippers. They got him Paul George. They haven't been great. I mean, Clippers are still within the postseason and everything, but it's not like, ooh, you know. I mean, yeah, you can say the Clippers haven't been great, but they have the same record. They have one more loss than the Lakers do, but they have the same amount of wins. Yeah, but with what injuries, though? If Anthony Davis was playing, it'd be a totally different record. Yeah, sure. You know, where Paul George has been around, but Paul I mean, George is real, not mentally. Like, the real story is that the Phoenix Suns are in second place in the Western Conference. There's 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 a few of those teams that are just completely the Jazz are leading. Yeah. Yeah. The Nuggets. I mean, uh Djokovic just didn't he just have his uh he tied uh who did he tie? Was it Chamberlain there for the most triple doubles as uh, a big man as a center? He did. Uh, and then your Toronto Raptors are uh, running out the eight seed out there in uh Tampa hey. Bay. Hey. That's all good. Do you see that pass? To not be able to uh, fill the roster lately. So that's true. That that's true. Over. That was that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah. I think but they're, that, the I mean, only they're team playing that in Florida. Have a, they didn't have a coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, but they were playing in Florida. They still have protocols. They're supposed to. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk to Dave about these protocols. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the NBA has their own protocols about what it is. It doesn't go by. No, yourself. no, I know. Double masks, all that good stuff. But the thing is, did you see that pass by Kyle Lowry? That's that's what I really wanted to say when they're playing the Celtics oh. there the other day. Did you uh, see that I pass? See I think he's going to go to Philadelphia before the end of the year. So He's going somewhere. I did see a report that he might go for uh, – what's his face there from Dallas? Uh, tall boy. Uh Porzingis? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, man. You already have an all-star. It doesn't. Why would, you, why would you bring Kyle Lowry in if you're going to have Luka play point? That doesn't make any sense. I, it doesn't. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. Ryan, I got to ask. you been here since uh, you brought up the NBA and then said zero. <laughs> anything to say? I, I don't know anything about the NBA other than LeBron James. <laughs> Uh, I got a feeling they're going to win it again. Then that's my prediction. It's not a very bold one, I know, but well, no, I mean, to be honest with you, it, it's a bit of a bold prediction. Um, oh, which is what you, what you find towards the end of superstars' careers. You know, mm. superstars. You could say uh, Michael Jordan was one that it, and became bold towards the end uh, of his Chicago Bulls playing days. Right. Um, right. You say a little bit about Kobe Bryant, you know, like there was always, they were maybe the favorites. Uh, you know, they were always, you know, the one you had to go through. And then as right. they slowed down a little bit, what LeBron's been able to do, which is similar to what Michael was able to do, is to bring on, uh, you know, another Hall of Fame supporting cast uh, and able to kind of reload and, and get that to go. And so they made some additions. They brought uh, Montrez Harrell in from the LA Clippers, who was the sixth man of the year. He's played some big minutes for them, filling in for Anthony Davis. They have uh, one of the Morris twins, um, you know, and so they're they're probably, uh, I would imagine, watching LeBron and how he plays. He's definitely still impacting the game, but you can tell he's not the same energy level that he was previously. Uh, right. It would surprise me if he didn't ramp it up in the, you know, or it wouldn't surprise me for him to ramp it up in the playoffs when it matters. I think he's probably in that load management you know, doing enough to win, you know, or to be competitive, but not, you know, draining yeah. his tank uh, completely full every night so he can recover. So, okay. 
All right. Well, Lakers, all right. The Lakers were still my odds-on favorite, I think, to win the championship. I wanted to, I wanted to ask Ryan okay. very serious question here. Do you think that uh, life is going to imitate art? Uh, come, let me just pull this up. I believe April. It's in April. Okay. Uh, I like how you reposition that picture uh, behind you so that we can watch like whatever you're scrolling through. That's so. Uh, you, you like that? You yeah. like that? Yeah. That's so nice. It's you so know awesome. how long it's been since Trump. Well, so that, uh, well, that Ryan, <laughs> there's three it, championship UFC fights tonight. Yeah. Oh. Okay, give me the names. Uh, Israel Adesanya against Jan Blahovich. Jan, light heavyweight. Ooh, champion. You're, you're saying Jan? Yeah. Just by the name. Write that yeah. down. It, well, that's, right, how, right. that's how Ryan rolls, right? Everyone. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This is he doesn't he doesn't even know the backstories or anything. Jan. Doesn't need no. to. <laughs> next, next. All right. Amanda Nunez against. Did you know that? Shout out to Geico. Do I hear talking? Yeah, yeah, that's oh. Amanda Nunez versus Megan Anderson. Ooh, I would like to say that Megan, that no guy named Megan will win anything, but uh, <laughs> but I think I think I, I I think he's going to get that extra fire he needs to prove his name wrong. So uh, Megan's going to win. Yeah, Megan's going to beat Amanda in the. Uh, oh well, yeah. I saw I saw the weigh-ins for that one, and oh, Megan, oh, sorry. Oh, they're two females for real. Sorry, yeah, I thought yeah. I, I didn't hear the first name. No, no, and yeah. and Megan, Megan was like six three or something like that. Megan, Who's the other one? Amanda, Amanda Nunes. Megan and Amanda. Oh, I thought I heard just Mangden or something. It is like a, it a, yeah. So okay. Amanda is uh, she's five eight one forty five with a sixty nine inch reach. You know what the reach is? That's how far her. Yes, I, look, I'm not a moron. I got that. I, I, <laughs> I, people don't know Ryan. So I, I watched. Don't up, Ryan's watching enough Rocky. Come on. Yes, I know Listen, what the that reach. was for. The that was. For, the other folks, that wasn't for you. You like my place? It stinks. It stinks. Uh, Megan, hey, come on up here. Megan is <laughs> six foot tall. You want to see my face get kicked in with front a row seventy-two seat? inch reach? So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, my bad. Then I'm gonna go with Amanda on that. Oh, okay, all right, and all right. So Amanda's a uh, yeah. She's a heavy favorite. She's also the champ. So. She's oh, also. I didn't champ. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter Jan. Mm. Against it was very important. Peter spells his name with only one e. Yeah, not, not two as you would typically see. Yeah. Peter. So okay. Peter Young against Aljamain Sterling. Oh, Peter, for sure. Okay. All right. So that's the three championship fights. We just okay. All right. right. There you go. We'll we'll check check back to our next Peter, episode. Peter, Amanda, and John. Yeah. Check. Now I'm I'm surprised to see Dominic Cruz. On the prelim, the head of the prelims there. Why? Well, he's a great fighter. He's old. I mean, this is he what is we're old. seeing. This yeah. is what we're seeing from the UFC is they're bringing out their He fights great, but I'm a great fighter. <laughs> That's right. There you go. So April 17th, Ben Askern, Jake Paul. On Triller Boxing. Wait, is Jake Paul that... Uh, is he the uh, YouTube guy? The YouTube yeah. guy that beat the... Uh, yeah, that beat the. Yeah, I think uh, Jake Paul's on a mission, man. He's going to win that. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? I, I'm not saying one way or the other because it's very, it's very possible. You know, but uh, so we have that fight. What's the other fight that's happening on that card? There's another one where uh, there's a boxer. I believe it's uh, what's his face there, Antonio Tarver against. Uh, yeah. The, 
Yeah, Antonio Tarver against who's the MMA guy there, Brad? That he's fighting. I, I don't. I don't pay believe that Tarver is channeling this Rocky Balboa. Because, I know he uh, challenged Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Where do you go from there? <laughs> no, he's channeling. He's channeling it because oh, he's channeling it because he is now the age almost as Stallone was when Stallone well, did Rocky Balboa. Yeah, yeah, Rocky Balboa was about an aging boxer coming yeah. back in the ring. He was fifty nine, but now Tarver's yeah. fifty two, so it's almost the same type of storyline that he was yeah. in that movie. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I know. I know. That's so long ago too, man. It was such a good movie. I I oh, enjoyed yeah. every Rocky movie, including the Creeds. I, I I've enjoyed them thoroughly. Of course, thoroughly. Um, except for Rocky one, it's like I could, and Rocky three, I could do what? It. Yeah, Rocky three and Rocky what? five. Yeah, we, okay, wait, were you talking about yeah. Ro- the first Rocky? What? Yeah, yeah. Hold Rocky on, one on, is like. On, wait, yeah. let's get. Let's okay. Let's. Whoa. Hold on. Yeah. Well, any of my what any of my list any of my Rocky listeners. Do? Sorry, Sorry go ahead there. I'm I was gonna say I can't even. I know. I was gonna say if any of my listeners came to this episode from the Rocky Channel, come to listen. They're they've stopped listening. <laughs> they stopped listening. Listen, Rocky one was just Stop like calling okay. it Rocky one. It was like Rocky. Anyways, no, I'm just joking. I do the wow. same thing. I do the same wow. thing because the first Rocky, the first I was Rocky. Like, I mean, I mean, there's there's there some nice stuff on there, but he loses at the end, and I was just like, come oh on, oh my man. god, he loses. It's, it's not the about Rocky the two match. They made it right. The they made it right. No, Rocky three. No, what, you just found Mr. T in the alleyway. It's like okay, let's go stop. make you a star. So you know what? Now you I know we have Hulk Hogan. Toronto, Toronto sucks. Five? They're gonna get knocked out the Rocky first round. Five. What are you doing with Rocky five? That's the most ridiculous movie yeah, I've ever cheap seen. Cheap you just cheap went with Rocky Balboa. Cheap Balboa heat. was great. Creed one and Creed two were great. Well, what about Rocky Balboa? He lost in that one too. Your your yeah, argument was fifty nine. He was fifty nine. Of course, you're gonna lose. He, Rocky was thirty in the first Rocky film, and he played and he fought. Uh, uh, Apollo Creed, which is like the Muhammad Ali of the time, is the greatest boxer of all time. The fact that he went the distance, the whole point he said to Adrian the night before, as long as I go the distance, he was I'll breaking meat. I'm, he was breaking meat. As long as I go the fight. distance, I'm going to know that I'm not just another bum from the neighborhood. I know, I know. I know. No one's ever gone distance with Creed. Yeah, yeah. But he should have been just like I mean, the who they took this from, was it Carl uh, Wepner, oh. whatever his face is. Oh, don't even get okay. The liquor salesman. The liquor salesman who went uh, the distance with uh, Muhammad Ali. He's getting me angry, Brad. He's getting me angry. He, listen, He's... you have to set him straight. We can't let this go off the rails. This is this is for breath. Anyways, yes, he, I hate it when people say that Sly stole anything from Chuck Webner. Chuck Webner. Yes, he did. Oh, no, he, what? What did he do? He sat there. He said he's from Philadelphia. He's not selling liquor. But no, but listen, guy. Chuck Webner was an underdog fighter who went the distance. With Apollo, Muhammad sorry, Ali. with with, oh, with Apollo Ali. Creed, and then he go the distance with Apollo. He the did. funny thing here's the funny thing. The funny thing is there was more borrowed from Carl Weathers' character Apollo Creed to Muhammad Ali oh, than there was from Chuck Webner to Rocky, and that's what I really drives me at the wall. Chuck Webner is a real person; is almost the polar opposite of the Rocky character. There's nothing lovable or adorable about Chuck Webner. There's no, nothing was... sweet or, or or caring. You know. So the the funny thing is, is that the aspect that the Sly took from that fight was, oh, here's an underdog fighter that defied the odds, and that's not a that knockdown. Ever... That knockdown. That down Muhammad Ali. Right. Right. Uh, how can you say that this is not so, a mirror of real? Okay, no, no. Reality? It's, but here, okay, oh, you're driving me at the wall. So the point is. <laughs> <laughs> he took he took the storyline. He took that storyline. Yeah. I understand the idea that uh, an underdog pug 
knock down the champ. But the heart, the emotion, and then just the dialogue and storyline, none of that was in the ring. You don't get any of that from the ring fight. The fact that he took that idea of an underdog fighter getting a million to one shot, mm. fine. I don't see anyone else write that story. The point is he wrote a whole story, cast of characters to get Whoa. to this point. Well, I'm not saying that it wasn't a great story. I'm not it saying was, that it wasn't it was a good movie. It was, it's not my favorite movie out of the Rocky series. No, but the, the, the criticism. You need it. You, you took, needed to talk about it, but it's not my favorite. Here's Sean and his native element where he backpedals. When he That's not backpedal. What are you talking about? I'm telling you still, it's not my favorite. It's not, it's it's not even backpedaling. It's a, a lot of, well, what is your favorite of the Rocky films? Rocky 2. That's, not, That's fair. That's by well, far. By, okay, settle down. But uh, that, that's fair. And then Rocky thing, Balboa. That's fair. You know what I always love that's, about that's not. Well, don't give him that, Ryan. That's not fair. No, get listen, out of your Rocky at the end Balboa of the day, and then Rocky Four. Stop. Stop right there. Stop. You know it's true. Know. Okay. What's well, the I best, guess. Sean? Sean Ryan, just sorry for Ryan. This. You no, know Sean, what's the true. best? What's the best moment in the ooh, Rocky movie? Ooh, ooh. What, if you could that? watch one moment of the Rocky movies, what would it be? It's going to be when in Rocky Two, where Adrian looks up at Rocky. After she comes out of her coma and he goes, win, win. And you see him just, just turn it on. That's now a great moment. That's a great real. moment. Now That's he's absolutely. training for real, you know? But do it. Yeah. It's a wonderful moment. She goes, there's one thing I want you to do for me. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> win. Huh? Win. <laughs> and then Mickey goes, well, what are you waiting for? Take us. <laughs> Every time I see Burgess Meredith, I keep thinking that the penguin is about to run out here and like yeah. Adam West is about to jump out there and start going bang, pow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I appreciate your passion. I always say this is what I was trying to say, Brad. There's no wrong answer when it comes to the Rocky films because I am a huge fan of the series in general. So the fact that Sean or anyone listening to this loves the series and has their personal favorites, I, I, can, I can't take I, I can't take that away from anyone. That like it's okay to have your favorites that are different. I understand. Even you when know. they're wrong, I understand. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I love I own all of them, okay? Like oh, I yeah. watched them multiple times, but I've probably rock, watched Rocky Two the most. That's fine. A lot of there's a uh, there is a big audience of the Rocky Two uh, fandom for sure. It's it's interesting. I like it. No, it's good. It's an interesting argument. I, I always find them interesting. Was just like I'm sorry, Rocky Three was hard to watch because it's just like you know, it's my least favorite one of the, of the franchise. Yeah, Rocky Three is my least five. And then Rocky Five, like easily Rocky Five. Yeah, I think Rocky four, Five. GP. Four is not as four is not as good without three. Well, you need, yeah, you know what? You do need three for four. You're absolutely so, well. Right I've there. said that yeah. three, what yeah. three did was three jumped the shark for four to exist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You do need three for four. Yeah. This is what I've always been curious about in the Rocky movies. How many of those, how, how deep was that story you think when they started Rocky or was Rocky meant to be a standalone? And then great it, question, it, great question. Um, into, you know what I mean? Like my understanding you know that is a lot for, for movies that end up having trilogies, right? Is that right. that was written. Right. As one and then broken right. into three. Right. Stallone, my understanding was that Stallone always saw the story continuing. Uh, in fact, interestingly enough, Rocky Two, this is you guys are gonna think this is hilarious, but in Rocky Two, the original storyline that Sly kind of had in mind was that Rocky was gonna retire from boxing and get into politics. I kid you not. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> 
Isn't that weird? Yeah. So he, he, he truly, that's why it's not a boxing film. And people have yeah, to understand yeah. that. Ironically, the first but film he's is in love the hall story. Of fame. He's in the boxing hall of fame. Yeah. Fourth can I just finish? The, I think I'm Brian sorry. wants to hear. I'm sorry. Okay. I just want to let you know that yes, he's in the boxing hall of fame. Not for being a great boxer. I'm going to be the, being being be the presenter so I can just mute Sean. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So what I'm saying is, well, Brad was asking if this storyline was always intended to go beyond the first film. So the answer to that question for Brad, Sean, is that yes, it, it did intend to become a, a continuing storyline. So when Rocky one was written, it was never a boxing story. It was a love story between two people. And so Rocky won the love of his life. And then Rocky two was supposed to be him getting into politics. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I know. And I'm glad, I'm glad it didn't happen, but that's how Sly was a dramatic actor. He was a dramatic writer. That's kind of how he envisioned the character continuing his life outside the ring. Okay. Of course, the studios didn't want that, and right. that's not exciting, and we got Rocky too. That's why Sly did that film called Fist, F-I-S-T, about the truckers' union. Uh, he did that after Rocky won the first Rocky mm-hmm. film because that was kind of like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do a dramatic role in a different film. And so that's that's kind of my understanding of how okay. it went. Where did and Rhinestone fit in all this? I think what year was Rhinestone? I think Rhinestone was, I think it was after, well, people are going to skewer me. I believe it was after Rocky Three. Uh, I think you're right. Four. Yeah. I think it was 84, yeah. 84, yeah. 84. It was before Rocky Four too. So yeah. uh, garbage movie, of course. We know this. We understand. It. Look, Stallone, I love him, but boy, he has a some. He has more dumpster fire ratio than a lot of my favorite actors. Well, the thing is about, okay, with Stallone, is that, was that? That's what I love about him. Was it his idea to keep the Rambo franchise alive? Because in the book, yes. John Rambo dies. Along with the sheriff, oh, yes, the studio. No, they film they film First Blood with Rambo dying. There is right. footage of the character Rambo. Rambo was killed by a Sheriff Teasel. No, I believe he committed suicide. I think in the book he kills himself. Okay, okay. And I can't remember what happens in the original. This is just like I'm a nerd, I guess. I guess with the Rambo films, but I, I, a lot of trivia. I just don't have it retained everything I've ever heard in my life. But mm. I, I know there was footage of the character dying, and Stallone at this point was very popular, and so test audience didn't like the idea of Stallone's character dying in the film. I think you said so they this resh- to me. Yeah, yeah so they reshot it to have him yeah. yeah. that he was captured. So let's pretend test audiences loved it. They're like, oh, that's such a brave, wonderful choice, which maybe today's audience would have done, right? right. But the 1980s audience was like, no, 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 you don't kill the, you know, you don't kill our anti-hero. So the, he survives. Thus, we have the Rambo franchise. Because in the book, the original book, yes, that the movie's based on, he does die. He dies. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. It's it's interesting though, because like, um, like that first Rambo movie was just, that was, yeah, First Blood's amazing. Uh, just absolutely like uh, you're in awe i've watched i don't know how many times even recently and it still resonates home with a lot of veterans and everything because it's just like you know this is the treatment that uh, a lot of people get and they have no idea what what these people have been through you know um unbelievable i gotta ask you ryan Mm -hmm. because you're you've done the best one that i've ever seen about Jimmy Shusha. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know I'm not doing that again. <laughs> you gotta do it, man. You gotta do it this one time. Just this one time. No, no. I've never heard it. I've never heard it. So I, stop well. it. No, I'm I'm horrible at it. Uh you're talking about when uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's there, he's like, Big of you know, he's just 
<laughs> Stop. I can't do it. I can't perform. You got like to do it. Not... You got to do it. No, I, I forget how it goes. Like... Ryan, it can't be worse than what Sean just did. Yo, I, well... If you could just redeem the moment and save the listeners at your drum. This guy comes up to me with a shoe shot box. He says, you want it? He goes, uh, what does he go? He goes, show me shoes, show me shoes. I can find your legs. <laughs> Stop with the legs. Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know. I can't get a jump. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I, I, I got to do it louder. There's, I'm at a hotel. So you you have to hear, do it, louder. it stinks. It stinks. That was the only line I like in Rocky One. It stinks. The you only line you like in Rocky One is oh, that. Stinks. It stinks. <laughs> The great, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest moment in Rocky history. This Brad asked this question. So the great, the greatest uh, scene in in Rocky history was in the first Rocky film, because we remember the night before he told Adrian, "I just want to go the distance." No one's ever gone the distance with Creed, and he gets knocked down in the fourteenth round of, of fifteen, and he's crawling on his arms like almost like a military crawl, trying to get to the ropes to pull himself up, and the music flourishes. And you got Mickey saying, stay down, stay down. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he sees his fighter just getting pulverized. Yeah. And he's like, for the for your dude, you haven't won the fight on points. Just stay down. You're just yeah. you're getting killed out there. But Rocky's like, no, I have to go the distance. I just yeah. have to get myself back up again. The music's flourishing. You just see him crawling and this oh, and he gets up, and then Apollo turns around to look that he's gotten up on his feet again. He's like, Oh my gosh, this guy yep. just will not quit. Yep. That is one of the best oh. moments in film history. And yeah. I cannot deny that for sure. It's just not my favorite film. Hey, quiet, simmer down over there. Just sit down until you're talking yeah. to. Godfather 2, ahead of Godfather. You know, it's it's the same sort of deal. You know, it's a, <sighs> stop. So anyways, there you stop, go. Stop, stop. Anyways, um, listen, without that scene, without mm-hmm. all that, Rocky Balboa wouldn't have been Rocky Balboa when he's talking to his son saying that you have to keep moving forward. You know, you keep getting knocked down, you keep moving forward. That's well, a great that's, speech. That's why the 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 series is so great because it's it is it's it's more even of a love story it's more about just uh you know the humanity of a family because you have a career that's very demanding right which i think we can all agree yeah we understand and relate to and then you have your loved ones and you try to balance those things together and impart your wisdom and move those things that's why i love the rocky movie so much oh, yeah. that's what it's about is like it's your passion and what your calling is and following these things and it's hard and it takes commitment, but you're also still a family man and, you know, and all the things that come from that. And that's why I think it's so beautiful. And so I, I don't even have a least favorite, like, you know, Sean has four least favorites, <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah. He really, he really, for a move franchise that he loved, boy, he was sure quick to I rag love on the franchise. No, I but love sure, the franchise. You're sure, sure quick to rag on I the do. ones you didn't like. Yeah. Yo, just because I don't like it in the franchise doesn't mean that it's still one, not one of my favorite movies. Just because it doesn't equal out within the franchise, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't mean that it's not ahead of other movies. Are you, making, are you like trying to like define like you don't have a favorite kid? That's what it sounds like to me. Like, wow, you're. Well, I will say I know <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, have, I have I have six kids. I love them all the same, but I don't like them all the same. Yeah. Well, that's that's an honest thing there, though. Yeah. That's honesty. Brad, you're you're like the antagonizer. You're like season two, are episode one. Here? Are you huh? new? yeah? Are you new here? What are you? <laughs> It's my first time. It's my first time on the episodes. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going Long on. Long time listener, first time caller. Sean, thanks for joining the show. 
Oh my gosh. Well, Ryan, I'm so looking forward to when you come back. The Montreal oh, Canadiens are going to be in absolute dire straits. Mark Bergevin, I hope, gets fired. That's the next one. Oh, wow. Fired. Come well, on. It man. is right. It is. No, it, this, uh, this change with coach is riding on Mark. This He's on. It you put it on, on Claude t- Julian's shoulders. It's like, come on, man. Uh, the the well, yeah. So if they don't go deep in the playoffs, they don't have to win the cup. But if they don't go deep in the playoffs, Marks loses his job. If they have a good run in the playoffs, then he'll be there for another year. I guess Marks losing his job. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. With that, Ryan, tell everyone where they can find your podcast. Thanks, brother. Uh, so we yeah, have two podcasts: the worst of the best podcast. Check us out; it's a lot of fun, a lot of different topics. I think there's something there for everybody. So I'm just- still waiting. I'm still waiting to come on there. Yeah, well, we interrupted yeah. like that. Then it's yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was going to invite you on, but I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you. I want to have you both on. We'll get you both on uh, either the same episode or different episodes. Uh, we'll get you on. Uh, this year's just very busy coming up with uh, the sailing program, Absolutely. but it, it's going to happen. Uh, and then the other uh, podcast course is going the distance. The Rocky Series podcast. We're going. We're now in April. We'll be starting Creed Two. Our coverage of Creed Two, yeah. season eight. And uh, looking forward to that discussion. And after that, will be the the Ramble series. So check us out on that feed. A lot of good stuff coming in the future. Yeah. I thought I thought Creed two was the season finale just happened. No, it was Creed the first Creed film. That was the first Creed film. Okay, yeah. okay, man, you know, I'm looking forward to favorite that. movies of all times. Say again. One of one of Sean's favorite movies of all times. Creed two was great. Creed, yeah, I love Creed two. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, hey, Ryan. Buddy, first off, thank you so much for your service. All right. Thank you so much for isolating, going out there. You're going to be doing the business. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm in a hotel. If anyone's watching this, I'm in a hotel right now, isolating. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand what you're doing. I totally understand what you're going through. Um, I just hope, well, it's going to be the best. You're going to come back. You're going to be great. Thank you so much. Looking forward to listening to the remainder of your podcast there. Um, I, I, Man, you're you're a great friend, great friend of the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, my um, pleasure. Uh, it's too bad that you're skewed as far as which team you cheer oh, for. Oh boy, he just can't like, change. He just, he doesn't we couldn't change just go our friendship. It doesn't couldn't change just our friendship. <laughs> boy, we just couldn't close the show. We got to rehash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, uh, looking forward to you coming back. Uh, let's get to Mary's game. Thanks for all your good work. Enjoy Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. First time, you know, live it up. I know as a father, uh, a couple nights in a hotel with food being delivered to is not the worst thing in the world. It, uh, the quiet is nice. Challenges, but, it, you know, find some doing it because there's definitely, um, I find that when I don't have kids in the same facility as me, I sleep a lot better. So uh, <laughs> I've been sleeping like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You have nothing to worry about, right? So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, folks, everyone, thanks to Flyers. Thanks to Little Biddies. Uh, thanks to Ryan. Check Ryan out and, you know, let him know. Uh, what you think about his work because I think he does a fantastic job. Until next time, kids, be good or be good at it. Right. Oh, thank you. All right, guys, that was fun. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. 
The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.